Tashi De Lake and welcome back to Tibet this week where we bring you weekly news on Tibet, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration. Let's have a look at top headlines from this week. His Holiness the Dalai Lama to give teachings at Kala Chakra Teaching Ground in Bodh Gaya. Sikyong embarks on official visit to Bodh Gaya and Bengaluru. Sikyong and Deputy Speaker address a group of students on the issue of Tibet. Department of Education holds leadership workshop for school prefects. We tag Washington calls on Representative Rick Larson to support U.S. Tibet bill in a virtual meet. Former Tibetan political prisoner Venerable Golok Jini visits Office of Tibet, Canberra. Starting this morning, His Holiness the Dalai Lama gave three days of teachings at the Kala Chakra ground in Bodh Gaya, Bihar from 29 to 31st December on Nagarjuna's in praise of Tamadatu. Shusong, <laughs> Sendi on 31st December, His Holiness will confer the Manjushri Empowerment followed by a long life offering ceremony on 1st January 2024. Following the successful conclusion of the three-day International Sangha Forum, delegates gathered beneath the Bodhi tree to make prayers for world peace. <laughs> His Holiness the Dalai Lama joined the delegates to lead the prayer at the Mahabodhi Temple where he was greeted by Saikya Koma Rinpoche, Changze Cheje Rinpoche and Kande Thi Rinpoche.
On 21st December at Gandhepegiling Namge Monastery in Bodh Gaya, Bihar, His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama meets with Sri Nitesh Kumarji, Honorable Chief Minister of Bihar. On Thursday this week, Sikyong Pembatsiring of the Central Tibetan Administration embarked on official visits from 28 December 2023 to 6 January 2024 in Bodh Gaya, Bengaluru and Delhi. In Bodh Gaya, Bihar, Sikyong will attend His Holiness the Dalai Lama's three-day teachings and the offering of long-life prayer from 29 December to 1st January. Thereafter, Sikyong will depart for Bengaluru on 2nd January and will attend the inaugural ceremony of the 2nd Tibetan IT Professionals Conference at Dalai Lama Institute for Higher Education. On 5th January, Sikyong is scheduled to undertake official engagements in Delhi and wrote on his way back to Dharamshala. On Monday this week, Sikyong Pempat Siring of the Central Tibetan Administration addressed the participants of the leadership workshop for Tibetan school prefects and captains and a group of students from Maharaja Sayajirao University at the Sikyong Auditorium to shed light on Tibetan freedom struggle and functionings of democratic exile Tibetan administration. Sigyong, during his address to the students, alluded to the geostrategic significance of the Tibetan plateau and constant Tibet advocacy campaigns undertaken by Tibetan parliamentarians against the backdrop of the PRC's intensifying and pervasive distorted narratives on Tibetan history. On the one hand, you keep repeating the statement that Tibet is part of PRC, and then on the other hand, maybe to appease His Holiness or the Tibetan people, say that you support negotiations between the representative of His Holiness Dalai Lama and the Chinese leadership. And we tell them these two don't go together, these two contradict each other. If there is no recognition to the historical status of Tibet as an independent state, then where is the ground for China to come and talk to us? So when you keep repeat this, repeating this statement that Tibet is part of PRC, you are removing the very ground or the leverage for the middle way that we are seeking. And the third thing we tell them is, why is China not asking every other government to say that Mongolia is part of China or Manchuria is part of China or East Turkestan is part of China? Why only Tibet? amongst all the nationalities that they have controlled or occupied. That's because the Chinese government knows that they have no legitimacy of their rule over Tibet. That's why they are trying to seek that legitimacy from the international community by asking or coercing the international community to say that Tibet is part of PRC. Following next day, on 25th December, the student delegation from Maharaja Sayajirao, University of Baroda, met with the Deputy Speaker Thomas Ringtekang of the Tibetan Parliament in Exile, where the Deputy Speaker shed light on the evolution of Tibetan democracy as well as the structure and operations of the Tibetan Parliament in Exile. The Department of Education of the Central Tibetan Administration holds the 14th Leadership Workshop for School Prefects and Captains of the Tibetan Schools at the College for Higher Tibetan Studies, Sara, from 21st to 27th December. 
Sherik Kalun Talam Doma Changara graced the inaugural ceremony where she spoke about the importance of holding such workshops, the necessity of the youth shouldering the responsibility of the future and the transformation of Tibetan society under the guidance of His Holiness the Dalai Lama, especially reminding the gathering of the fortune of the Tibetan public receiving through his blessings and combined goals of modern and traditional education. She further pointed out in relation to the preservation of Tibetan language that youngsters need to focus on Tibetan language and scripts and speak in clear Tibetan. Sessions included topics on secular ethics, the middle way approach of the Central Tibetan Administration, the importance and method of textbooks, scholarships, the importance of Tibetan language and culture, the aim of education and introduction to Central Tibetan Administration, cyber safety and security, and gender equality. This year's workshop was participated by 44 prefects and 16 councillors from 16 schools based in India and Nepal. Seattle-based VTAG member Lobsan Siring met with Jessica Kopman, a staffer in Washington District No. 2 office in Everett and Jay-Z Golden, legislative director in Washington, D.C., in a virtual meeting via Zoom on 22nd December. Lobsan Siring thanked the staffers for attending the meeting and updated them on the status of Tibet-China Dispute Act Bill, H.R. 533, which was approved by the House Foreign Affairs Committee on 13 November 2023. Jessica Kopman and Jay-Z Golden expressed their solidarity with Tibet cause and the plight of Tibetan people in their locals. This meeting was organized as part of the Washington State VTAC's efforts to reach out to all 10 Washington representatives. To date, VTAG members have had the opportunity to meet with representatives and their staff, including Representative Pramila Jayapal, Adam Smith, Susan Delbin, Rick Larson, Kim Schreyer, and Mary Coulson Kemp Perez. On Wednesday this week, Venerable Golok Jingmi, a former Tibetan political prisoner, visited the Office of Tibet in Canberra. Representative Kama Senge welcomed him and briefed him about the main role and responsibilities of the Office of Tibet and some of the major initiatives taken by the office in recent years. He further extended his gratitude and appreciation to Venerable Golok Jingme for his sacrifices in amplifying the voices of Tibetans inside Tibet and his strong determination in working for the Tibetan cause. Venerable Golok Jingmi is one of the most high-profile Tibetan former political prisoners. His resistance, persecution, torture and escape from Chinese-occupied Tibet is both a remarkable personal story and a deep insight into Tibet under Chinese rule. Belgium Tibetan Community's Sherab Nanche Weekend Language School organized a fundraising cultural event in Antwerp on the Christmas Eve, 24th December. The event commenced with the performance of Tashi Shelba by senior students of Sherap Nanche, led by artist Ge Nubut Sringla, followed by a number of cultural dance performed by students, parents and staff members. Secretary Tille Wongtu from the Office of Tibet Brussels attended the event as chief guest along with the president of the Tibetan community, Palde Tsiring, and representatives of other Tibetan associations in Belgium. That is all the news for this week's edition of Tibet This Week. Thank you for watching Tibet TV and Happy New Year 2024.